It's the story of an American held in a dark Venezuelan prison. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. I'm Becky Bruce. I spent a year working on Hope in Darkness, which now has more than 2 million downloads. Find it on kslpodcast.com or wherever you listen to podcasts. Inside Sources. Welcome back, everyone. Final segment of Inside Sources today. I am Boyd Matheson, opinion editor at the Deseret News. It is great to be with you. It's been a wonderful show today. Uh, if you've missed any of the segments, uh, you want to make sure you pick up the podcast. Uh, of course, you can do that on the KSL News Radio app, powered by Any Hour Services. You can do it on our website or our Facebook page. Uh, just such great insight. We started off talking about uh, Emmeline B. Wells and women's suffragette. Uh, and uh, the uh, 19th Amendment and uh, just all of these things that are just an extraordinary. Uh, Emily Bean Wells played a, a really interesting role and connection to the women's movement in the East and uh, some great things to check out there on our uh, KSL uh, Insight Sources Facebook page. Check that out today. Rick Raddatz joined us. Great new book uh, out on political harmony. And then, of course, we just had uh, Jenny Taylor talking to us about Gold Star Family, new memorial uh, dedicated over the weekend up in North Ogden. You want to check that out as well. Uh, and all of this leads me to, to kind of where my thinking has been uh, the last little while, and that is uh, we all need a little bit of uh, Walden Pond. Uh, it was 166 years ago today that uh, Walden Pond was uh, published by Henry David Thoreau. Uh, and, of course, a, a lot of great lessons and interesting insight there and I think we do all need that. A couple of years ago, I actually wrote about my Walden Pond that I get to go to once a year. It's actually up in uh, the very top of uh, northern Idaho, a little place called Priest Lake uh, that uh, my in-laws, uh, Joan and Bill Casper, uh, built years and years and years ago. It's been uh, renovated and overhauled. I, I'm sure that if... Uh, Thoreau had gone there, he never, ever would have returned uh, because it is a great cabin. It's my kind of cabin. It's my kind of camping. Uh, but there's so many things that I learn every time I go up there. Uh, as I disconnect from the rat race and the chase of uh, everyday living, all the things, the technology and the things that really bog us down and prevent us from focusing on what matters most. Uh, and I'm always grateful to my in-laws uh, who have both passed away, uh, but who are still very present up there at the cabin uh, as they they had that vision and foresight to, to create a space, to create a space where their posterity could go uh, to disconnect and reconnect to the things that actually matter the most. And as I sit there at that cabin once a year, it's the it's a great week up there, uh, and I just love to listen. I love to to hear the silence of the early morning. Uh, I love the splash of the lake up on the shore. Uh, I love the sounds of my grandchildren uh, running around, uh, lots of laughter. Uh, I love the conversations that we have, uh, family and friends, and uh, the opportunity to talk about principles and, and ideas. Uh, and it's, so it's, it's just this magical place. And uh, I often think of the, the words of William uh, Henry Channing uh, and he, his own kind of Walden experience and how we all need to kind of simplify and get rid of some of the complexity, uh, get to the simplicity beyond the complexity. He said this. To live content with small means, to seek elegance rather than luxury and refinement rather than fashion, to be worthy, not respectable, and wealthy, not rich 
to listen to stars and birds, babes and sages with open heart, to study hard, to think quietly, act frankly, talk gently, await occasions, hurry never. In a word, to let the spiritual, unbidden and unconscious, grow up through the common. This is my symphony. Great insight there. And again, those are the words of William Henry Channing. And uh, there are so many wonderful components in there uh, that I think we all could use, uh, whether that's listening to the stars and the birds, the babes and the sages. Uh, I, I love that. Uh, to, to study hard, to think quietly, uh, to talk gently. Uh, those are all things we could use a heck of a lot more of in our society today. Uh, and I love that uh, ending. Hurry never in a word to let the spiritual, unbidden, and unconscious grow up through the common. This is my symphony. Uh, those are, are really great thoughts. Uh, and as I get up there to the, the lake, I do get a chance to step back a little bit, rethink, uh, refocus a little bit. Uh, and so a few, of, a few of my own thoughts in terms of uh, what Walden was uh, really all about, that experience at Walden Pond for Henry David Thoreau. Uh, so I would add a little bit of my own that uh, in all of our striving, we really would be wise to set aside some time to think deeply and time to think of nothing at all, actually. Uh, we should create space to enjoy the best of the people around us, the young, the old, the rich, the poor, the successful, and the struggling, those who are like us and those who are very different from us. Uh, we can learn much from each, and we can add value to many. Uh, we can never be content with mediocrity, uh, always content with the small and simple blessings and tender mercies of life. And we would do well to focus on our, our total wealth, our total wealth, which includes our talents, our opportunities, our relationships, experiences, wisdom, and happiness. Uh, this is not just a bottom line tally of all of our uh, monetary assets. Uh, I think one of the big things we have to do in our society today is to avoid hurry sickness, like the plague, that we need to regularly turn off the beeps and tweets and buzzers that tend to run and often ruin our days. Uh, in short... I think we need to, to make each day its its own little masterpiece, and especially to remember. Uh, I've been thinking a lot about this lately. What we do with this day matters because we are trading those precious hours and minutes for something. And so we should maximize what those moments are and what they do because, as we know, when we get to tomorrow, uh, those moments are gone forever. We can't We can't bring them back. Uh, and so we, we have to, to make sure that we can uh, step back, that uh, we can really get to that, that place where we can think a little bit differently. Uh, I want to go back to, to one of the things that Thoreau uh, penned and wrote uh, as he was there at Walden Pond that I think gives us a good direction in terms of how we might want to shape our thinking as we move into the fall and all the things that uh, lie ahead in a very challenging, very difficult world. I learned this at least by my experiment, that if one advances confidently in the direction of his dreams and endeavors to live the life which he has imagined, he will meet with a success unexpected in common hours. In proportion as he simplifies his life, the laws of the universe will appear less complex. So I, I just love that, uh, that simplicity. Uh, and that we all, that all of us should be able to advance confidently in the direction of our dreams, that our endeavors to live the life 
that we've imagined. Uh, that is what equality and opportunity and upward mobility are really all about. Uh, and each of us have a, has an individual role to play, and collectively as society, as communities, as neighborhoods, as a nation, uh, we have opportunities to come together to create that kind of space, uh, as Lincoln said, to, to clear the path of laudable pursuit for all, to give all an unfettered start and a fair chance in the race of life. That's really the purpose of government, uh, according to Lincoln, that they were just to, to clear that space. Uh, to level that playing field, to give everyone, uh, again, an unfettered start and a fair chance in the race of life, I, I think is so important for us, especially in a world that appears divided. As we talked with Rick Raddatz today, uh, we're not nearly as divided as we seem or as we think or as others tell us we ought to be. And it takes slowing down enough, uh, as we try to do for 60 minutes on this show every week and every day, uh, to make sure we create space for that kind of elevated thinking, elevated conversation, so that we can all move forward and act in elevating ways and and truly make a difference. Uh, one of the things that uh, that I have always taken from Thoreau, uh, something he once taught that to me kind of epitomizes where I think we have to get. Uh, Thoreau taught that if the day and the night make one joyful, one is successful. That's not a bad day. That's a really good day. And as long as we have those kinds of opportunities and we're creating space for others to do the same, uh, that's a good thing. Uh, and to me, that is really the the heart and soul of the nation. It's heart and soul of the things that matter most. And that's what we've been talking about for the last hour is how do we do that? How do we celebrate those who have gone before? How do we remember them? whether it was an Emmeline B. Wells and her extraordinary leadership of a women's movement uh, far away here in the West uh, that impacted uh, women in the East uh, and really drove and helped all get to that important space that we're celebrating throughout the year this year. Uh, it's Jenny Taylor uh, and a new Gold Star Monument in North Ogden uh, to, to those who sacrificed a loved one for our freedom. Uh, is important to remember as well. So find yourself a little bit of a Walden Pond moment today. You can find it anywhere, in your car, listening to this show, uh, or anywhere else you can uh, pick us up. But stay with us uh, here on KSL News Radio. I am Boyd Matheson, opinion editor at the Deseret News. And remember, as you go out into the world today, make sure you see something that inspires, say something that uplifts, and do something that makes a difference. I'm Dave Cauley investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. In October of 1985, a woman named Cherie Warren left work at a busy Salt Lake City office. To meet her estranged husband at a downtown auto dealership. She never made it home. Cherie's car surfaced weeks later in Las Vegas. In the parking lot of a hotel casino. No one knows how it got there. Strange. It was strange. Both Cherie's estranged husband and her boyfriend raised suspicion for investigators. I kind of thought that he might have done something. But no arrests were ever made. In Cold Season 3, we dig into double lives, make new connections in the case, and examine the difficulty raised by reasonable doubt. We want answers just as much as anyone else. They have creeps like that now, too, so nothing's changed. That's the new Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie. Now available anywhere you get your podcasts.